Well, good morning, everyone. We're so glad that you're joining us this morning for our Christmas uh, online service. Just want to say Merry Christmas to each and every one of you, wherever you happen to be this morning. I did also just want to, you know, throw out there that, you know, what we just shared, you know, wasn't completely biblically accurate. We don't actually think that Jesus flew in on a reindeer, but he did later ride in on a donkey. Just a little gift from our staff to you. We had uh, just a blast filming it, so hopefully you enjoyed that this morning. Did just want to share a couple things with you this morning. Uh, first, one of our values here at First is uh, to have a, a life-giving generosity. And uh, what we do ev at the end of every year, we do this thing called Christmas Offering. And if you would like to partner with us financially, we'd love for you to just prayerfully consider that uh, to, to help us end the, the year well as a church and also uh, launch us into some kingdom initiatives moving into 2023. You can check out the Give tab on the website or the app. Also, just wanted to give everyone a reminder that next Sunday, New Year's morning is going to be a little bit different. You're not going to want to miss it. It's going to be a one service Sunday at both locations starting at 10 a.m. You probably stay up late, come with your pajamas on. It's going to just be a chill Sunday. And then after the service is over, we're just going to celebrate together by sharing a meal. Uh, we're going to have brunch together. And so you just won't want to miss it. It's going to be a neat morning. So hope to see you there. Again, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We're going to move into a time of reading some scripture together. So Jackie's going to lead us in the reading from Luke 2 in the Jesus Storybook Bible. The birth of Jesus from the Storybook Bible. Everything was ready. The moment God had been waiting for was here at last. God was coming to help his people just as he promised in the beginning. But how would he come? What would he be like? What would he do? Mountains would have bowed down, seas would have roared, trees would have clapped their hands, but the earth held its breath. As silent as snow falling, he came in, and when no one was looking in the darkness, he came. There was a young girl who was engaged to a man named Joseph. Joseph was the great-great-great-great-great-grandson of King David. One morning, this girl was minding her own business when suddenly a great warrior of light appeared right there in her bedroom. He was Gabriel, and he was an angel, a special messenger from heaven. When he saw the tall, shining man standing there, Mary was frightened. You don't need to be scared, Gabriel said. God is very happy with you. Mary looked around to see if perhaps he was talking to someone else. Mary, Gabriel said, and, she, and he laughed with such gladness that Mary's eyes filled with sudden tears. Mary, you're going to have a baby, a little boy. You will call him Jesus. He is God's own son. He's the one. He's the rescuer. Then God, who flung planets into space and kept them whirling around and around, the God who made the universe with, universe with just a word, the one who would do anything at all, was making himself small and coming down as a baby. Wait, God was sending a baby to rescue the world? But it's too wonderful, Mary said, and felt her heart beating hard. How can it be true? Is anything too wonderful for God? Gabriel asked. So Mary trusted God more than what her eyes could see, and she believed, I am God's servant, she said, whatever God says, I will do. Sure enough, it was just as the angel had said. Nine months later, Mary was almost ready to have her baby. 
Now Mary and Joseph had to take a trip to Bethlehem, to the town King David was from. But when they reached the little town, they found every room was full. Every bed was taken. Go away, the innkeepers told them. There isn't any place for you. Where would they stay? Soon Mary's baby would come. They couldn't find anywhere except an old tumble-down stable. So they stayed where the cows and the donkeys and the horses stayed. And there in the stable, amongst the chickens and the donkeys and the cows, in the quiet of night, God gave the world his wonderful gift. The baby that would change the world was born, his baby son. Mary and Joseph wrapped him up to keep him warm. They made a soft bed of straw and used the animal's feeding trough as his cradle. They gazed in the wonder at God's great gift, wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Mary and Joseph named him Jesus, Emmanuel, which means God has come to live with us because, of course, he had. Thank you for reading with us today. I hope you have a great morning. The birth of Jesus, Luke 2, 1 through 20. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Cornelius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house in the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and he was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room for available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. And when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off, and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child. And all who had heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. But Mary, she treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. The word of the Lord. So what brings you to Jesus? 
One of my favorite things to think about over the nativity Christmas stories is kind of these three groups of people and what brought them to either Jesus or the area of Bethlehem in the first place. As Michelle just read in Luke chapter 2, that great proclamation of the angels proclaiming the, the arrival of King Jesus, the arrival of the good news to the shepherds. And the shepherds would have been this uneducated group of people that hearing this idea of a savior being born, of this idea of a Messiah coming would have been kind of not just good news, but new news to them. So what did they do? They respond by going and finding that manger in which the baby Jesus was laying to experience experience it for themselves. In Matthew chapter 2, we learn about the visit of the Magi and kind of how they respond. Matthew chapter 2 verses um, 11 and 12 says, On coming to the house, they were with, uh, so they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. These magis would have been these, uh, let's just call them religious people. They would have been aware of the prophecies. They would have been aware of what things had said about the forthcoming of Jesus. And so they come to Bethlehem by, by finding and following the star only to have that solidified hope in what they had heard prior. And then what about Mary? Think about what brought her, not necessarily to Jesus, but what brought her to Bethlehem. There was the, the decree of an emperor that said, you and your family, you need to return to go by the census. And then on top of that though, it probably would have felt nice to get out of the city, the small town of Nazareth. Because imagine being a woman, uh, conceiving of a child out of wedlock and, and proclaiming that it was by a, a miraculous conception. Imagine the gossip and the, the rumors going around town. So I bet getting out of that situation was probably something that Mary looked forward to. So you have three groups of people all coming to Jesus or coming to Bethlehem for a different reason. The shepherds, they were already there and they experienced good news that brought great joy. You have the Magi coming from hundreds of miles away and coming presumably at least a year, if not longer, after, but they experienced that centuries-long proclaimed hope coming real for the first time. But in Luke chapter 2, it tells us that Mary, she kept the news to herself. Because I got to think that there was this peace that she, in fact, gave birth to the Savior of the world. A surpassing peace overcame her knowing that that prophecy had now become true and she got to partake in that message. So my question to you and to your family today is what about you guys? What brings you to Jesus during this season? What brings you to Christmas morning as you have maybe getting ready for breakfast or maybe you've already opened some presents. Perhaps you're in those matching PJs together. But let's not lose sight in why we are celebrating and having this day in the first place is because something has brought us all to Jesus. So here's what we invite you to do, is grab some communion elements this morning. Grab some juice, grab some crackers, and partake communion together. Maybe it's you and your spouse, maybe it's you and some family that's visiting, perhaps it's you by yourself. We invite you to partake in communion with us as a church family, and I want you to ponder that question. What brings you to Jesus? What brought you to Jesus in the first place? And perhaps that final question of what is continuing to bring you back to Jesus? Reflect on that. Thank him for that. And as you partake in the remembrance of the body broken for you and the blood shed for you, that that is what Christmas is all about, is how we are brought to Jesus because he was first brought to us.
Thanks for joining us for today's little mini online service. We hope you are having a fantastic day. Merry Christmas, and we look forward to seeing you in the new year.